Apple's giving you 23-year-old tech in the latest iPhone. Linus is giving you a plan for how he's gonna move forward, and AMD finally revealing the things that we wanted, but there's still some questions that have to be answered. Let's get in the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast this Monday, August 28th, 2023. We're almost at the end of August. Yeah, Thursday is the last ah! day of August. Friday is September. And you would think that we're finally at the end of USB 2. Nope. Turns out not, because now there are verified reports that Apple on the iPhone 15 is gonna be still giving us USB 2.0 speeds on that phone. This was something that was rumored prior with regards to them switching over over to USB-C for iPhone 15, since that's gonna be mandated in the EU. But what's not mandated is the speed that it has to be at. So it turns out that they are going to be giving it the exact same speed as the previous lightning ports, which was a maximum of 480 megabits per second using the USB 2.0 standard. This hurts me. It, it's such a ridiculous thing. And the reason that this is even worse is because lightning itself doesn't have to run that slow because they had lightning iPads that could run much faster, but they choose to limit it on the iPhone for whatever reason. So the switch to USB-C, they've got Thunderbolt implemented on their iPads. Mm -hmm. They can easily do it on the iPhone and it turns out they're gonna, but guess why? Why? To make you pay more. Either you have to go up to the iPhone 15 Pro, which will support the faster cable, or you can buy the additional cable, which will have the faster data transfer and faster charging, allegedly up to 150 watts. What a way to make this so Apple. I agree. It's very frustrating that they're giving USB 2.0, which came out in 2000, by the way, but gonna play a little bit of advocate here. Go for it, I'll, it's I'll let you finish. okay because the vast majority of people who are buying base level iPhones don't use the cable anyways, and they're not using it for data transfer. So them upselling you to the Pro, which has the recording and raw capabilities and typically is reserved for professionals who would want a data transfer, I get it, because most people don't actually need the functionality. True, but it's dumb. I'm upset out of principle. Yeah. Well, you know what you're not going to be angry about? Everything. Today's video is sponsored. Today's video is sponsored by Soundcore and their Soundcore Space One wireless noise canceling headphones. The Space One have an upgraded noise canceling structure that blocks out crowd noises, conversations, and babies crying. It also adapts to your environment, auto calibrating to deliver the optimal noise reduction even without a tight seal around your ears. And the all new floating axis design ear cups can rotate eight degrees in either direction so they're able to conform to the contours of your head for a natural fit. Price is just $99.99. The Soundcore Space One offer 40 hours of battery life with adaptive noise canceling on and 55 hours with it off. But even when you do run out of battery, don't worry because it also supports fast charging via USB-C, which will give you four hours of performance for five minutes of charging. The Space One also features 40 millimeter customized dynamic drivers that deliver crisp high-res audio with LDAC support for triple the standard Bluetooth codecs for detail-rich listening. So if you're looking for an affordable yet premium set of headphones, turn down the crowd wherever you go with the Soundcore Space One. Links will be in the video description. Big thanks to Soundcore for sponsoring today's video. And while that's a great deal on a pair of adaptive noise canceling headphones, people at Dropbox were getting the deal of a lifetime. So much so that they are now removing their unlimited data plan. Turns out that crypto miners using Chia storage pools and a whole bunch of other stuff, at least according to Dropbox, is the reason they're no longer gonna be offering their unlimited data plan. With Dropbox coming out and saying that the vast majority of users, over 99%, don't use 
more than 35 terabytes. But they do have a resolution for this that seems at least mildly amicable. For those who use less than 35 terabytes of storage, they will get the amount of data that they're using plus an additional five terabytes of pooled storage for five years. Okay. With no price increase for them to just keep using it. For those who use more than that, they will only have that pooled storage situation and the fact that they can keep it for only one year. And the maximum storage that Dropbox will now cap out is a thousand terabytes. So it seems they're trying to phase it out. It's a good thing that they're not just dropping users straight away. I agree, but it's hard to, you know, believe how much users were really taking advantage of this. Obviously, the 0.001% taking advantage, especially when you're using it for Chi and stuff, could have a severe effect on the entire ecosystem. I just, they're the ones saying this mm. without providing any data that I could find that they're just, you know, blaming crypto guys, which I'm what all for. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I just, I don't know if that's the right call. And many people didn't think that Linus had the right call in their first response video to the Gamers Nexus call out that happened uh, two weeks ago at this point. I, what is time? But there is a new latest video that has come out. Here's the plan where they go into detail on all of the changes that they made in their nine day hiatus where they didn't release any videos. One of the things that many people commented on was notably absent in the video was any specific comment on the Madison Reeves situation, which we've done a whole video here on at Hot News. But there are emails that were posted in the video that show that the CEO's stance is that they will not talk about this publicly, especially as both an internal and an external investigation are going on. Instead, Linus did go to talk about the employee situation at LMG and how they handled things such as their benefits package, the time off, the amount of work that people do, as well as discussing a lot of things that they're going to do in order to move forward on error checking with a whole bunch of posts being made to the LTT forums where you can check out the details on how they will handle types of errors moving forward, as well as different things like a heartbeat system for tracking their inventory. So the bill at lab situation mm -hmm. doesn't happen again. In addition to that, posting public guidelines on how they handle sponsorships and what type of sponsors they won't take as being part of the company in the way that they do things over there. One of the things that the community seemed to latch onto the most heavily is their benefits package. Now, Canada has a different healthcare standard than the United States, so it's expected that things are different, but, but these numbers are wild. No deductible on dental. <laughs> I can't get dental. I can't eat, what am I gonna do? You don't need teeth, do you, Reese? Not in America, at least. Hey, oh. But additionally, Linus and Luke and Dan having a win show on Friday where they didn't really touch the details that were going on surrounding all of the controversy kind of just moving forward with production as normal. But there is, at least according to the public video, a renewed effort at them making sure that they're taking the time to do things properly with them even missing an upload. There was no Saturday upload as far as I was aware. And as of the time of recording, there is no Sunday upload. It could come late because that one, the WAN show didn't start until like friggin' midnight my time. Oh yeah. It was late. I haven't watched the video yet personally. I have it on my my list of things to watch because I actually want to give it the time to see what they have to say. Well, you know what I have on my watch later list? What? Deals! Deals! Why are you advertising for this car company, Reese? That's what I'm talking, sport mode. Deals. deals. Hey friends, welcome, welcome back, back to UFT deals. deals. Bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet. And today we're starting off with this team group MP34 Gen 3 NVMe M.2 SSD 
The one terabyte version is currently going for only $39.99, making it 30 40 good. bones! 40 bones gets you a terabyte of SSD storage these days, which it just, it feels silly. You know what I want to know though? What gets me a Spark A380 card from Intel? Oh, uh, Micro Center does. Oh, it's a Micro Center deal! Because you can grab one for only $99.99, making it $40 off. This matches the A380 deal we had last week too. Yeah, there's a good couple of deals on A380s at the moment, if you're looking. But if you're looking for something to put in, you can always grab the Cooler Master NR200 P. The small form factor mini ITX case is going for only $39.99 after rebate with the coupon applied, bringing your total to $75 off. Hold on. The last time you talked about this, Reese, there was like dual rebates, which made things weird. So let me see. Apply a $25 coupon, that makes it $70. And then there is only one rebate form this time. Oh, so it is only 40 bucks this time. We got bamboozled last time. Yeah, Amazon, Amazon. Uh, Doesn't handle rebate situations well. No. You, was... gave, you gave a fake deal. It was a fake deal. I was sad about that Should one. I do a hit piece on you? Yeah, coming soon to UFD Tech. Hit piece on our own employees. And with that, the deals are done. You can find these and more linked in the video description down below. But until next time, I'm going to hand you off back to Barry for the rest of your hot news. Cheers. You like all those deals? No bamboozle this no time. Bamboozle. There is a bamboozle that I'm going to show you that's also a heck of a deal. Uh -oh. Ghoulie Kit coming out with their new handheld dock in the stylings of whatever entertainment system that was. I didn't have I, 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 uh, who, it. Who knows? Could no, I'm not, be, I'm not joking. I don't know if that's the NES or the SNES. He does know. I don't. I never had he Nintendo growing up. I had a Game Boy Color. That was my first entry into the whole pocket. I had a Game Boy Pocket. That was my first one. Okay, so I never had the home-based ones. So it, I don't I don't know which one that I could easily Nobody look it up. Them. It doesn't matter because it supports all of that and it has tons of features and functionality in it. USB-C charging, gigabit ethernet, HDMI, USB 3.0, ports three of them it can do 100 watt power delivery 4k 60 hertz hdmi and four micro sd card storages what it's underneath it's hidden it's all secret that's kind of cool <laughs> i want this i know i figured you would that's why i included it i want this i don't even know which nintendo that is you don't need to know i don't it's not something that's relevant for moving forward and neither is dlss it's not required, and AMD says that they don't prohibit Starfield from enabling it either. So this is some details Ooh. that came out at Gamescom mm -hmm. about launching the new GPUs. This is this tail end of hot news is just going to be only AMD stuff. But AMD's Frank Azor, who was also formerly of Alienware, coming out and saying that there is no preventative measure for them to be able to implement DLSS on Starfield. However, there is a request that they do prioritize FSR2 over implementation of DLSS because it is an AMD sponsored title, which is totally fine, at least in my book, as far as like, if they're helping to pay for the development, enable some of their features first before you move on to others. That is fair. As long as there's no like backroom deals where they're just like, no DLSS. Exactly, which they say that Bethesda can add DLSS in the future if they want. So it remains to be seen what's happening. But one thing that is clear is it's not getting FSR 3 anytime soon because that finally got announced. Reese, guess what game it's coming out to first? I didn't see those games. The one that nobody played. Exactly, Forspoken and Immortals of Avium, which I, I think is coming out right now, but Forspoken, is the, the hit legendary game from, was it 2023? I forgot about it. Was it was the right. game of all time. It was one of the games of all time, that's for sure. With incredible future game support with primarily Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, Cyberpunk 2077, Frostpunk 2, I'm actually Ooh. very excited about that. And then uh, Crimson Desert, Wukong. Like there's a couple of good games in here that people are excited about. I'm okay with this. No Starfield. Not yeah, a single Starfield mention, but FSR3 
It does have support with these partners. Again, no Bethesda. What's Sega doing there? Putting it in Persona 6. So this does include the frame generation support that people have been wanting, similarly to what DLSS 3 does, except for AMD bakes it in at the driver level, so it does run differently. But one of the things that people wanted to know was whether or not it was coming out to not just the latest AMD GPUs, and that is true. It is coming out to RX 5700 and above are okay. supported, and RTX 20 series and above are supported. I couldn't find any confirmation on what Intel GPUs are supported. I would presume the A770 is fine enough, but they recommend that it's the 6000 and the RTX 30 series and above to be used for frame generation. However, if you don't use frame gen and you just want to use the upscaling of FSR3, then you can use the RX 590 and above and GTX 10 series and above. Very strange that it's the 590 and not a 580. Yeah. Basically at that point, what do you mean and above? You should have just made it the RX 5600 like the, the they're all roughly the same thing. Yeah, basically the recommended and the supported are different by the 590, which I guess, I suppose. How many of you bought a 590? I'm not exactly sure, but this is one of the good things that people want FSR3 to mm -hmm. do is give support for more GPUs, especially since DLSS3 with frame gen is locked down to RTX 40 series cards. DLSS 3.5 with ray tracing enhancements is not locked down to Fort. This is getting really confusing. 3.5 supports more than 40 series, but it's a whole. Additionally, AMD talking about their one click HyperRX, which is mm -hmm. supposed to launch in the first half of this year. I remember it was a long time coming. Yeah, turns out that it's coming in Q1 of next year for them to be able to implement HyperRX with frame gen and FSR 3.0 with one click giving you everything with AMD's fluid motion frames, which is what they're calling yeah. the actual FSR frame gen. But HyperRX is supposed to have anti-lag plus, Radeon Boost and Radeon Super Resolution all baked into each other, which one of the things that I will like to bring up and one of the things that I did not see AMD really talk about is the fact that on NVIDIA's implementation of frame generation, the biggest penalty there is lag latency, adding time and buffer for when the frames are actually coming out, making it a worse gameplay overall, in my opinion, even with NVIDIA Reflex enabled. Yeah. So how does that work? With non-AMD GPUs, do you get that latency, or what they're calling anti-lag plus on the RTX 20 series or 30 series? My guess is the answer is probably no. So you can get frame gen, but it's gonna be worse on NVIDIA GPUs than it would be on AMD GPUs because they've really only talked about anti-lag or anti-lag plus on AMD cards, not on any competitor cards, which does make a lot of sense, especially with them showing off that this HyperRX solution will only be for AMD cards, not for their competitors, but showing the performance enhancements and the lower latency that you can get with HyperRX. This is a good thing. I want to see this come out. I think it's good to have a competition to NVIDIA on this. I'm just curious on how this applies. RTX 2080 Ti run in FSR 3 with frame gen, do they get a way to reduce latency? I mean, they probably have it there so they can get the bonus points for saying, hey, we support everything, even if it's not the best experience. Well, if you want the best experience for 500 bucks, speaking of graphics cards only, 
AMD announced the 7700 XT and 7800 XT at Gamescom on Friday with these GPUs having a lot of the feature set that we were expecting. No real surprises here besides the price, which we'll talk about in a second, but they compared the 7700 XT with 12 gigs to the 4060 Ti 16 gig and showed that for the most part, it beats out the 4060 Ti, except for in Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Spider-Man Miles Morales, F1 2023 and Doom Eternal when you turn ray tracing on. Nvidia still seems to have the upper mm. hand there, but the 4060 Ti 16 gig actually costs more than the 7700 XT. And then on the 7800 XT, they compared that to the 4070 with the 7800 XT having 16 gigabytes of VRAM. And again, it's a very similar situation where if you want to run ray tracing, the 4070 is going to be a better bet, but at $100 more because the 6800 XT is coming in at the price point of $499, which is a $150 price cut from the launch price of the 6800 XT. That was $649. Take it. But the 7700 XT is coming in at 449. That seems a bit, it's too close for my it's liking. Very, very close. It leaves no wiggle room for launching a 7800. But one of the things that I was reading is that AMD is having such good yields on their chiplet design that it actually doesn't make sense for them to sell the cut down version. So they don't want to sell the 7700 XT. So essentially they're releasing it, but saying, hey, for 50 bucks more, you're gonna get the full experience. So just go ahead and buy it. It does appear to be a sales maneuver here where they're not expecting you to buy the 7700 XT. Hey, simplified product stack, I'll take it. The only issue that I see with all of this is that the comparison to the 6000 series, so the 6700 XT and the 6800 XT, is that they're not that much faster. And for 499, you're getting awfully close to what the 6800 XT is already. That's it's true. Al it's only $10 more to get getting it brand new right now. And then if you want to compare the 6700 XT, that's where you sh you see the 7700 XT makes no gosh dang sense because they're selling it brand new for $330. Yeah. Additionally, there's also some details of the fact that RDNA 3 is not as power efficient, especially with the clock speed increases because the TBP of the 7800 XT is 263 watts, which is about where the 6800 XT was. And then the 7700 XT suffers from the same thing as 245 watts versus the 230 watts in the 6700 XT. So that's roughly XT. the same ballpark there. It, it's not exactly like you're getting a more efficient setup, which is one of the biggest reasons to go for RTX 40 series yeah. over RTX 30 series. It's a complicated situation. AMD making the best of it. That 499 price point on the 7800 XT makes a lot of sense if you haven't upgraded in a while. If you just got a 6800 XT, I think you're fine. Yeah. I really don't see how this is gonna change the entire landscape, unless AMD is also gonna drop the price on their previous 6000 series. But one of the things that did come out after these announcements is AMD saying that they are complete. They have now launched all of the oh. chips that they wanna launch for RDNA 3. So one of the things that I've seen people take this headline to mean is that we're not gonna get a 7500 XT or like a 7700. That's not what they said at all. They say they might have a some different versions, but they are not a new ASIC. Yep. So they could cut down the die. The 7700 being a new GPU is gonna be totally fine. This also doesn't rule out a 7950 XTX because the 6950 and the 6900XT, those were the same die. Mm. They just had faster memory. Although this does give precedent to the fact that 
AMD is supposed to be launching RDNA 3.5, and that might be how they launch the 7950. It's not quite clear, RDNA 3.5, RDNA 3, it, who knows where we're going with all of that. But AMD also showing off GPUs you can't get, just like that uh, Starfield one. one. Yep, Avatars, Frontier, Pandora. I don't like this one as much, so I'm okay that this is a giveaway only situation. Do you like it? I'm not a fan. Oh. I'm not a fan to be fair. Oh, there's three fans on this one. And I'm not one of them. Well, you guys all seem to be fans of our comment response that we did towards the end of Hot News on Friday, so we're gonna stick with it for right now. So Friday's episode was about how Nvidia made over $10 billion from AI cards, making a ton of money, and Techwando said, Nvidia's a trillion dollar company. It's been a while since they cared about gamers. I think that's technically true. It feels right to say, but at the same time, I know on a technical level, it's not correct it just emotionally that's what i feel like so nvidia didn't have a quarter where they could get rid of gaming completely and be totally fine until this quarter yeah. it was not until this earnings report that we have proof that they don't need gamers anymore up until now their data center was running roughly equivalent to where the gaming sector was and whatever their market valuation is doesn't actually reflect the day-to-day -day numbers of how much money they're actually making i think they needed to care about gamers up until now. <laughs> now they can go to their shareholders and be like, hey, you we're, know these these guys that complain a lot? We're spinning this off. This is a brand new company called GeForce that we're not even gonna run. No one would bet an eye. I, they, would, they would not be worse for wear at this point. Sam Burchard saying, I really like how these are getting longer, honestly. I need to know if that's everybody's sentiment. You guys' personality are awesome, and I like getting my news here while I eat lunch. You're eating breakfast, by it's the way. It's breakfast. Okay, it doesn't matter what time of day or when you're having your meal. If you're watching All Hot News. All food is breakfast. When you're watching Hot News, at least. Chandler said, I honestly play with a frame counter, but that is mostly for competitive games to see if I'm lagging or dropping frames. Please continue to do filmmaker's notes. It's fun. That's fair. I saw a lot of people commenting about the frame counter stuff. There was some that I feel was reasonable approach they they use it to tweak get things running how they want and then they'll drop it i'm a fan of that personally i think doing it with with latency seeing is your internet lagging or your frames are lagging competitively makes sure. sense if you're playing the witcher and you want to make sure that you're min maxing frames like bro just pay attention to the game please that's my spicy take on these i just think we're the wrong community for you if you if that's how you play games i don't know how to relate to you <sighs> Polar Bear says, thank you for making the spacing of the host better instead of Brett being in the center. Listen, it's because he didn't want to pull in. Every episode, I would ask him, hey, Reese, can you scooch in? And he would say, no, nah, I'm good. I really tried. And then I was like, okay, well, it's weird if I'm over here. So I would just center up because it was not because I, I just finally convinced him to scoot over. I'm just going to spend the rest of the episode like this now. Code 260 talking about the Eve monitor situation Ooh, said that they can't hand. confirm the Eve issues back the monitor during COVID. They pushed the date of the monitor release back over and over. The worst was when they said it would come at X and the two days after they said it would ship. They then said they would be shipping in a few months time. Requested a refund six months later later nothing had to do with chargeback uh, since they kept all the saying way to the chargeback mm -hmm, you'll get the refund in 20 business days during the six month period i'm sorry that happened to you that that feels i'm sorry friend that that feels bad mm. pearl lichtman dropping a comment that's actually kind of relevant to today's episode saying i figured for the new amd cards it was helpful to put the pricing and memory in context against the nvidia card so i put this together after watching their announcement this oh, was posted a while ago so this did bring up something that i don't think i covered fully in that segment, but you are getting more VRAM at the comparable version. Um, 
4060 Ti to the 7700 XT is a little weird, but regular 4060 Ti is fine. You guys can see on the screen what it breaks down as. AMD is giving you a lot, especially in the speed department as well as in the capacity department, whereas NVIDIA just decided you didn't need any of that. Tyler Crawford saying, I use frame generation on my 4090, but I guess I've never really been twitchy enough gamer to notice latency in any real way, but stutter or frame rate dips are extremely immersion breaking for me. I'd much rather have fake frames than a small bit of latency than any amount of stutter. With upscalers and frame generation, devs have a lot more headroom to make amazing graphics. So yeah, you might not be able to run Ultra if you don't want DLSS or FSR or XESS until the next gen cards come out after a game launches, but if upscalers and frame generation weren't a thing, high would be Ultra anyways, and we would not even have the option to push the game's graphics further without modding. Good take. I agree, but I also think that if somebody sat me down with frame generation and said, what do you notice? I would say absolutely nothing. But if you gave me two systems side by side with frame gen on and frame gen off, I would immediately notice. I also think some people are more uh, sensitive to the latency versus others who, the moment stuttering is introduced into a game, it's like game over, it, it hurts. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. I know I'm playing a video game. I don't have super deep immersion. I play video games for the story. Maybe that's my problem. And with that, the news is done. We'll be back for more hot news tomorrow. Keep letting us know if you like the comment response thing. Leave your top comments down below. I'm mostly just going through the the like highest ranked ones. So get, get your comments updated if you want us to chat about it. And we'll chat about news tomorrow, bye.